0: Sport Social.
1: On May 28th. Run Critics rave. A Quiet Place Part 2 is the experience theaters were made for. A Quiet Place. Rated PG-13. May 28th. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.
0: Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball.
1: Uh, what? It's uh, actually Geico's. Whenever
0: someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying.
1: The phrase is from Geico because they helped save people money?
0: Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor.
1: Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Good evening, everyone. This is uh, this is James O'Regan. This is the Day Trippers, and this is a um, we're going to do a pod. that You know, focusing on the amazing news tonight that Virgil Van Dijk has agreed to be a Liverpool player. So, joining me tonight are Ray and Steve. So, uh, starting off with Steve, uh, what was your initial reaction?
2: Uh, t- absolutely crazy. Couldn't believe that it got done that quickly. Um, obviously there's been whispers and the usual rumours from the usual people but the surprise that it was within an hour of the kind of the news being announced on twitter by Joey paul joyce to the club making it official um was just crazy mind blowing like it's it's the way you want deals to be done constantly
1: yeah, I I'd agree with that. I, I, I you know, we've had articles in the last couple of days, you know, where we've had someone who was saying City, Grizz was saying Liverpool and we were all laughing at him. And
0: <laughs> so, uh, Ray, what was your what was your initial reaction? Yeah, I mean um, it was Andy from the day trippers who text me um, and then you know I was straight on Twitter looking around and, and obviously you could see the stories breaking from various sources I wasn't sort of fully believing it until I seen you know James Pierce and or you know the the, um, the news breaking on, on Sky Sports News and it, there was actually a bit of a, a lag there there was probably about a 15-20 minute lag and you know Twitter was going into meltdown and you um, And then obviously, you know, it it all sort of like became official in my mind when you see those those other sources breaking the um, breaking the news. And, you know, it's just taken people by by surprise, really, the timing of it. It, You know, it's because obviously the transfer window doesn't officially open and we're all sort of, you know, gearing ourselves for the usual stuff, all the, um, you know, the usual suspects coming out of the woodwork on the 1st of January. You know, I think they're still sort of finishing off their leftover turkeys and this thing, you know, breaks. Um, So, yeah, but at the same time, obviously, obviously delighted by the news. Okay, so
1: we've signed Virgil van Dijk, so um, I'll be honest, I have not seen Southampton play very often, but he seems to be everything that our other defenders are, are not, basically. He's... You know he's tall, he's strong, he's dominant, he's confident. He can score a wicked free kick as well. So, um, is he? Is he? You know, was was Klopp right to to wait? What's your view on that, Steve?
2: Um, well, I think from last summer he was the number one choice. I, well, personally, I think I went back to the League Cup semi-final last year, the two legs, when he was absolutely ridiculously good against us I think that was the moment where Klopp said he wanted him um, being realistic he seen bits and pieces of Southampton he just hasn't looked bothered at all this year um, just but from his previous form I haven't watched him a fair bit when he was at Celtic before he went to Southampton he's everything you want in a centre half Um he can play play the ball from the back. He's quick. He's strong. He's big. He's great in the air. He he has it all for a modern centre half. Um, it's just it's a matter of now who plays with him. You're preempting me there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so Ray, that was my next question. Um, who who's he partnered with? Is is it Lavran? Seen as we've seen, is this is it? Is there any coincidence that you know has been playing on the right side of of the of our central centre back pairing in the last couple of weeks? And you know, who who can you drop the man that is Ragnar Klavan, who has been our most consistent defender
0: this season? <laughs> so. Well, this is it, isn't it? I mean, um, Ian on the fat back four, that you know said arguably haven't been our best defender for the last couple of months, I'd go a step further and say he definitely has been Um, you know, this may be a case of depending on the form right now, you know who he plays with straight away you know, is probably not going to be, you know, his long term partner, so to speak, Mm. I think for me personally um, you know, a a Van Dyke uh, Joe Gomez partnership with obviously Van Dyke offering that kind of Real solid leadership um, in that back four, you know, and, and Gomez being able to sort of learn alongside that, um, you know, as he goes along, sort of thing, is is probably the more of the long term sort of vision that we would have right now. Um, so I think I think he'll probably end up having various partners as as the season progresses. Um, the beauty of it for me, I suppose, we've got half a season with him now, haven't we? Um, he's not going to go to the World Cup in the summer. Um, Holland aren't there, you know. So we ha- we, we, he doesn't have that distraction. He'll have the summer off, um, and he'll be raring to go. And, and maybe it will be Joe Gomez come come August. But um, it's just exciting to see him um, bed into the team for this second half of the season because I think, you know, I think that that will pay dividends come next season. Yeah, and no, I I'd, I'd agree with that. I, like, you know. I think we, we've God, how
1: many pods have we done where we've harped on about our defence and uh, this is just one you know, it's, it's a bit like the, the goalkeeping thing, we, we, we know there's been an issue and it seems, you know, we're, we're finally getting one of our big issues from the summer and further back you know, resolved. We need a dominant centre-back who will, you know lead our defence because as we know, there's no defensive we Don't have a defensive leader, so it's going to be. Um, I suppose the next question I have is kind of some of the rumblings which people have you know, some tongue in cheek, some not other. But one of the reasons that uh, possibly that Van Dyke has chosen us is Klopp has you know suggested possibly he, he he may I think it's been rumored that he may have suggested the captaincy to him. And what would you think about that, Steve? Obviously, he not straight away, but.
2: Would you be but, happy with but, someone like that being our captain? I would be, a hundred percent. it's the thing that I didn't say there. Van Dyke has been the captain everywhere he's been. He's the captain of this country, he's captain Southampton, he's Captain Celtic. He is a leader. Um whether obviously you now I don't get the whole as you guys know, I don't get I don't get the whole hate towards Jordan Henderson. Mm. Uh, I think he's Currently, the best option that we have in that position, and he is the club captain. I can't see it happening in the meantime. It'll be unprecedented, really, for him to come in as captain. But obviously, six months to bed in before the next season starts—that's the—that's the chance. If it's if it is going to happen, it'll be in the summer. But again, it's the captaincy isn't a massive issue, really. I don't find it to be. It's not like it, it's not like a captain in rugby or something like where they have the influence. Yeah. Um, Van D- Van Dijk is a leader, regardless of whether he has an armband on him or not. He is a natural born leader, so it wouldn't really make that much. I would like to see it happen eventually. But as I said, it's not a not a deal breaker for me anyway. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah,
1: uh, I, that's a that for me is a very valid point in the fact that you know as we have. We all know, we, we, we say that, you know, the lack of on-pitch leaders we have. And here is someone who's been, you know, captain of this country, captain every club he's been to, but he just seems like a natural leader and someone other players will, you know, respect. And, uh, you know, he will be able to influence um, on the pitch. And it, it just seems to be, it, it ticks
2: all the boxes for what we're looking for. So, With regards to that, the best teams yeah. have, the best teams have leaders and captains everywhere. Away, 9 we had Gerard Carragher, Mascarano, Alonso. If you. That Chelsea team from around that time had Terry. They had Lampard. They had Drogba. United when they were winning things, left, right, and centre had Kane. They had the You know, it's it, it's a mentality that's built within the team. It's not reliant on one player. It does start, in my opinion, starts from the back so your centre half is your dominant figure in your team which obviously we hope and it will be for us
1: Yeah, well it's, you know I think it's been very apparent as we were saying that, you know, he's he's not been happy, at said that, in this season we, he hasn't performed the way he has and his, his head was obviously turned during the summer and <coughs> it's great that in the past, I suppose, one of the things we've done as a, as a club is we generally don't go back once we mess something up Whereas I think what we've seen this time is um, Klopp's determination and the club have stuck with a strategy. And, um, you know, I think you've got to respect that. And, you know, it's about time, to be honest, in my opinion. So, Ray, I don't know. What, what do you think on that about, you know, we, we've stuck to a strategy. This is the player we wanted. We haven't wilted like we have in the past where um, we've gone after someone and then, uh, the next window, we've got a completely different target. Whereas this time around brand, we've gone, right, we're sticking with him until we get the job done. Like I even read today, like the club, um, Man City, I think James Pierce put out an article and basically uh, Man City were in the wings and we sent a medical team to down to the, to the south coast today to, do, um, to get his medical done and dusted. So everything is done. So January 1st there is no formalities left to be it's literally just him leaning and signing a contract for the camera and that's it.
0: Yeah, it's quite it's actually quite comical, isn't it, to see his um the picture circulating as well with it, with him with the uh with the Liverpool shirt mm. um already at this stage. I mean, you know, it's it's obviously been pretty well orchestrated over the last sort of twenty four um forty eight hours. I mean he's had that practice, since the
2: summer. What's that? He's had that one since the summer.
0: Yeah, most probably. Yeah, he probably got it in Blackpool. To be fair. Yeah. (laughs) But but yeah, just back onto the, um, just back onto the 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 whole sort of sticking with you, you know, sticking to your original target. I think you know, as as the months have gone by, um, since what happens, you know, happened at the end of the um, the last transfer window there's been a lot of skepticism you know in, in amongst you know our crew as well around whether we would make any significant sign-ins in in january you know and i'm I'm glad that sort of trend has been booked now because um you know if if you've got if you've got a target and you're that convinced of that target I, I i've been you know left scratching my head sometimes with some of the you know some of the things i mean just one example springs to mind conor Plianka. Uh, a few years back, you know, you, you go, you're go, you going in for him and then all of a sudden you, you've zero interest in him, you know, a few months down the line, yeah. you know, and, and there's been a few of those scenarios that you're probably referring to there, James. So, yeah. you know, it, 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 it is it is sort of refreshing to see that the club have, now admittedly, they've had to stump up a lot more cash, you know, and that probably brings up another sort of question around, you know, the 75 million transfer fee you know what does that represent in terms of value and 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 i guess time will only tell on that but um and it is a crazy transfer market at the end of the day but i'm i'm for, for one i'm i'm someone who's glad to see that that you know we've decided to use this january transfer window um to do something let's not forget we're still in the champions league um and as crazy as it might sound now about sort of thoughts about where we're going to go you know far in that competition um he's eligible you know he's fully eligible to play in the champions league he's eligible to play in the FA Cup so there's a there's a bit of common sense there in terms of what he can actually do not just for future seasons but for this season as well
1: Hmm.
0: yeah I, I I had a
1: conversation with a friend of mine last night um and I I was like saying I was jokingly saying you know Going to win the Champions League, and he was like, Whoa, whoa, whoa. And then I said, Well, what if we add centre back and a goalkeeper? And his tune changed straight away as soon as I said, Yeah. That. So we're halfway there. So, um, you know, there's still rumblings that we could be doing more business. Um, so it's, it's going to be interesting to see how the window progresses. But I suppose, coming back to the player himself, it's it, it, it would be great to, like, it would be a great game if he came in on the. The first game is uh, against Everton in the FA Cup in Anfield. It's like he couldn't ask for a better, better game to come into. To be honest, um, if to really get an understanding of who Liverpool Football Club are from the absolute outset and have no illusions about what he's let himself in for. So, um, what what do you think? Do you think Burnley? I I think Burnley is too soon. I think I think the FA Cup probably would be. Where
2: I'd see him. I don't know if he starts, so that's the only problem. He won't be registered. He won't be registered in time for Burnley because it's New Year's Day. Ah, um, yes. yeah. Won't go through in time. But it's everything in the cup on the Friday night, um, which would be very interesting to see where he plays that. But it's City, which you home,
1: be at you jammy bastard.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Works out well. <laughs> um, and it's City at home. It's yeah. The next home game as well. Yeah. Which is even more interesting. That is the one. Um, you, you, we we kind of just have to hope that he comes in fully fit. That there is no hangover mm. from the injury. That, he was out for he was out for nine months. Like. Yeah. So we have to hope that there is no hangover, and that was the reason for his form mm. with Southampton. Um, we have to hope that it was him just not being arsed. Um, that's what I hope anyway. But I, I, I just can't wait to see him play. I just can't. You see clips and people are putting up now highlight packages and so on and how he plays. It's it's the one touch and then the one touch to get his ball out the ball out of his feet and then the diagonal ping that he plays when he sits. He plays on the left-hand side and he does it all the time. You can see there's clips going around on Twitter at the moment where he's playing for Holland and so on. You could just imagine pinging 60-70 yard diagonals into Salah's feet. It, it, it just looks... Amazing! I can't wait. I just can't wait. And even better if he's doing it in er, against Everton in his first game. Absolutely, yeah. You
1: know, corner in his first game or, or free kick or something. Jeez, yeah. Just on absolutely one. Absolutely mental. Um, I suppose. Um, what else? So, um, moving on. Um, but yeah, I, I suppose. Yeah, him coming in. I I, I just feel it's like. We all know how bad last January went. Last January was abysmal. I was I was away in, in Canada, and I was waking up at 4 o'clock in the morning and hearing results coming in, and, you know, we just tanked in January. Whereas it seems now, you know, the clock has been rotating a hell of a lot more, and um, we, we now have added to the squad. And I think it just gives us a massive boost going into January, which is... Given how hectic December is, that uh, you know, it it seems that we really can kick on in January and push hard because obviously we know the league's gone because Man City are so ahead, but up as far as United, you know, it's up second and down is, is available. So there's three places up for grabs and we could easily grab one of them. And you know, we've added, we're going to be, you know, my main hope is obviously we're going to be more. Uh, solid defensively, so I don't know, uh, Ray. What's your view on how January is looking for us now <laughs> with this addition?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think as a as a as a you know bigger picture in terms of the rest of the season. Obviously, you've got the um, you've got the three Champions League places up, up for grabs. Let's sort of be realistic, and and you've effectively got. You know too many teams fighting for those places you know there's some some good teams are going to have to miss out and you know we just got to hope that we're not one of those um, teams that miss out and i think by adding such a sign and now um it will give us a lift um you know as well as the whole sort of defensive solidity is concerned um it's being touched upon you know the, the goalkeeper situation is still worrying you know, Minoue is still not the answer. You know, we're, we're so far down the road with that one. Um, but we've got, you know, we've got a more than decent chance of solidifying our place in that top four. Um, and that's what it's about now. It's about it's about building that momentum, isn't it? It's the it's getting the top four year in year out. It's being able to attract these types of guys. Um, to come into the team, to come into the squad, um, you know, to fight for the place, to to basically move us on to the next level. Because, look, you can't have a season like City are having every year. So there will be opportunities for us further down the road to potentially challenge and, and, and win this title eventually. So, you know, I, I think we've got to, you know, we've got to solid, solidify, solidify our place in the top four. Um, and if we, you know, if we do get far in the Champions League, we do get a decent sort of FA Cup run. Then that's just all build momentum. You know, we've got to take advantage of the fact that we we, we finished in the top four last year, and we just can't afford to slip out and start sort of regressing. You know.
1: Yeah, no, I agree hundred um, percent. Steve, what do you think going forward for 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 January and
2: the the, the rest of the season as a as a whole? Uh, Big issue is who plays and goals. Um it's it's gonna be the ongoing issue until it's resolved. Um whether that's Carius or another keeper coming in. Um personally, I think I said it earlier on that I think with Van Dijk coming in, Carius could fit the system perfectly. Um because the high line and a little, with Van Dyke's pace it will allow Liverpool to play that high line without the panic of getting caught out as much so I'd like to see carriers giving a go if we're not going to bring a keeper in in January um, but going forward it, works, it looks great Like so we have Van Dijk sorted um, Keita sorted for the summer it's not far off being a very very good squad if we can add one or two extra obviously depending on Coutinho, whether he goes or stays or what happens in the summer. Um but we do have the guts of a very, very good squad now. Uh, yeah, I
0: guess I guess the elephant in the room, I suppose, at this point, with us all sort of high five and you know, um, about Van Dyke coming in, is, yeah, is whether this is you're taking my question off me. I am Oh, okay. Is <laughs> whether, whether this is the Coutinho money being spent earlier, isn't it? Yeah yeah, yeah,
1: that's that, that's Kind of what I was going to say. I was like, you know, it's all very well, but it, you, know, you know, we're all celebrating tonight, but and you know, in some ways, is there an air of inevitability about it? But at the same time, are we spending the money early, and or is this money that's just left out from the summer? So
2: I don't think I personally think he is. Coutinho won't leave move in January because I think as the Barcelona. Or are they fourteen points clear at the time? Yeah, the miles clear now. Fourteen, league. yeah. So they're fourteen points clear, and he can't play in the Champions League. He can't. Yeah. You know, so it it kind of personally, I don't see the point in happening. Van he gets another bonus that he can play Champions League football as well. Um, so I just I, fingers crossed, Coutinho stays. Um, I, I, I I can't see
1: Klopp sanctioning.
2: Yeah, the sale not, of Coutinho and Jack. Not
0: in Yeah, Look, it, it would be the, be, right strategy to ta- be the right strategy to take. To, to obviously keep hold of him, his, his transfer value isn't going to go down by holding out until the summer. Chances are he's going to, you know, he's going to shine, you know, on the world stage in the World Cup as well. You know, if, if what we could get out of him, you know, especially what we've seen out of his form over the last few games. Um, you know he's chipping in with goals now he's running the show at times you know he's he for, for me he's going to be an integral part of us finishing in that top four and um, it would make sound business sense to me to, to keep him you know as long as we could he, he looks the type of player who has got his head back in his football now if we can just keep that you know even if he know even if we say to him look you're going you're going in the summer you know you'll get your dream move just give us you know what you can give us for the rest of the season and you know ev- everyone comes out of it sort of um, ahead you know so that's that's my hope that that we do keep him for the balance of the season you know yeah no that's definitely my
1: hope you know just from even watching the game last night you know for one thing it's only a minor thing but he had the captain's armband on He he was dictating play he was you know it was one time there's a free kick and he basically told Milner to fuck off he was taking it and get away from it so you know he's become quite he's becoming a leader on the pitch um which is is great to see and um, you know it's as you say it's it's highly likely he goes in the summer but you know we I I still have a slim hope that he kind of stays but I, I honestly think given the FSG model that you know he will be sold cuz that's what they do they bring him you know he was signed for 8.6 million they are possibly potentially selling him for 150 160 million you know it's I, I i can't see them giving up that kind of um no no um but you know as as we said you know, it, well,
2: the, the question with that is in regards to that James, we understand that but yeah. how much is he worth to liverpool it's not if it's, if it's a top four place, how much is that worth in regards to Champions League money? How much is it worth if we were to challenge for the league next season and he's still there? If we were to win the league, possibly next season, exactly. how much is Coutinho and Coutinho's the main man and he is the star? How much is that? What's that value? Though? Like it's, yeah. it's hard to see. There's also a thing going around where Coutinho has a longer contract without a release clause than Hazard, uh, De Bruyne, um, and Harry Kane mm. and Delhi Alley. His contract is actually longer than all of theirs. So, realistically, is there a chance that he could stay? I'd like to think there is. He can now see the squad that is being built around him. Yeah. So, you kind of hope that he could see this and go, well, maybe it might be worth staying for an extra year. Yeah. Or, would be a case that, like, the Ronaldo deal to Madrid that it's been done for a year. And it's just a case of going, right, you can go, but you're going to stay for one more season, like Suarez.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I suppose that that's, for me, that's a really good point. Like, if he goes to Barcelona, as we know, it's the Messi show. He's he's one of the supporting cast. Whereas at Liverpool, he could be the main man. Like, FSV could turn around and say, right, we're going to give you 250 grand a week. You're going to be, you know, you are a main club is building the team around you. And, you know, maybe that kind of, maybe that might appeal to them. It, it, it's hard to know. Um, but um, I suppose once, I think it would be a disaster if we, if we, you know, if we sign lamar in the next week or two, I'll start to get worried. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'll be like oh this is not good <laughs> I, I could think I personally I wouldn't mind seeing Lamar come in in January um, if Coutinho stays so Lamar then has six months to settle into the new country, new city new language, the whole lot and Coutinho can go in the summer
1: Yeah,
2: Yeah
1: Right, well we've kind of gone a little bit off track so Virgil van Dyke, you know, just to, to kind of close up, um, I'm I'm delighted about the way the club did this. There was basically radio silence. There was one journalist, I think Kevin Palmer from the uh, Sunday World, who was actually the first to say Liverpool that got the deal done. But um, and then there was the opposite report from about he was going to City and it was all him and on. I, I, you know, the way it was done so quietly, it seems the club have learned from their mistakes during the summer and they now... So I think, we, you know, a lot of credit has to go to the club for getting the deal done and getting it done quick because I've said it to people a few times, you know, if Van Dijk was coming in, I want January 1st
0: him to be a Liverpool player. And yeah, ju- just, on, just on the City thing as well, you know, obviously... What we've got now is is a player i think he's demonstrated at various stages in this whole saga he wants to come and play for liverpool you know and that's a very important factor for me there's there's plenty of choices and options out there and 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 as you know as someone from the city you know and and having lived around various places you know, your your head can be turned by you know various places, various lifestyles and whatnot, or, or just the pure cash. You know, the pure cash, like the pure guarantee of you know x amount of trophies or whatever. You know, this this guy genuinely wanted to play for Liverpool, and the fact that he's going to come now and he's you know, it's a dream move for him. For me, it speaks volumes. You know, that City were in there at the death, and he said, you know. Nah, fuck that. I'm going to Liverpool, and 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 his and his head wasn't turned, and that for me is brilliant. Yeah, absolutely, and I think that just shows you
1: know the 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 pull uh, the players who who actually want to play for Jurgen Klopp as well and Liverpool Football Club, and you know it, we've seen the level of player that we can now attract with Klopp, and you know FSG we have been criticised in the past, but. You know, they they got the highest caliber manager, and that manager has the the pulling power that players want to come and play from. them And I think you know it's it it, it shouldn't go unnoticed that you know it, it is a decision that the club have you know, definitely got right this time. So I have I have to applaud them because you know it seems that we now we made a massive fuck up in the summer, but we now have a strategy about how our transfers well until the next one. <laughs> so <laughs> But let, let's hope they've learned from the mistakes, but you never know. But you know, that's that's kind of so I don't know what you guys think. You know, the, the club seem to be we're going in the right direction now, both on and off the pitch. Um, so it, it seems to the progress has been made, no, not quick enough for some people. But I, I don't think Klopp ever said you would come in the first season and win the league or anything. But he is making the progress which we require. It's just uh, it, you, you can't, you know, there's been ups and downs this season and there probably will continue to be, but there is steady progress and we can see it and the calibre of players getting better as well. So just to close off, I
2: suppose, just get both your views, starting with Steve on that. Um, yeah, it seems as though everything's moving right, you know. Um, the FSG outliers are very really quiet today, you know, so that's <laughs> all we the, uh,
1: I think Andy's gonna go and poke them with a stick later
2: I'm waiting for this <laughs> it. yeah it should be an interesting one um I just it, it it's it's work it's it's moving in the right direction like as you said we can the realistic target this year is second because the city are just over the hill and far away at this rate like so Second is a realistic target. We can build on that. We have to build on that, on what we've done last season um, to get to that level. And signing Van Dyck is building on it, adding on to a Salah in the summer and everything else, Oxide Chamber and so on. So Van Dijk is a fucking great signing and it's a show of balls that we went and we were prepared to pay more than City were. And we got the deal done without any fuck ups, without any messing around. First of January in the door, and he kicks on for six months. It's the, the player the manager wanted, um, which is the most important thing. So it goes to show that Klopp is being backed, regardless of the fee. The fee is irrelevant. He is the player that Klopp wanted. That's what more do you want? Like what more could you ask Absolutely, Ray. Your view.
0: Yeah I mean it just for me it's just another example that we are you know on an upward trajectory you know as a as a club um, you know we've got we've got a manager who's come in he's building up a plan you know he's he's slowly but surely sort of molding his players you know into the into the squad and the team that he wants you know let let's not forget we are sensational going forward our weaknesses at the back you know, this is this is part of resolving that that weakness that everyone, you know, almost to the point of boring us now is is going on about um, week after week. So for me, it's just another it's just another indication that we're we're going in the right direction. And, let, and let's not forget, you know, our, our, our rivals from the other side of Stanley Park have spunked what, 150, 200 million quid or whatever. And they, you know, and they've had to resort to a horrible, you know, manager in Fat Sam to bail them out of complete and utter shit. So so look, like the the, the for me, the, the future the future's bright enough, you know. Um, the, at the end of the day, you're you're always gonna get these people banging on about no trophies for X amount of years and all this sort of stuff. But at the end of the day, There's only one league to go for. There's only one Champions League, if you're in it. There's only one FA Cup. There's only one League Cup. And I would love nothing more to win one, two, three of those trophies in a season. But but for me, the brand and the style of football that we're playing at the moment is the envy of a lot of teams at the moment. So um, for me, this is just, you know, obviously, feeling sort of super positive at the moment with all of this but for me this is addressing a weakness that we know is there and if you can't be positive about the future at the moment let's just put the whole goalkeeper thing to one in a little box for the time being hopefully we'll get that one resolved eventually but for me um, it's onwards and upwards for for the Reds I think uh, you know that's that's a great way to finish you know
1: onwards and upwards because you know it's a great signing Um, it it, it, it's it sends the right message to the rest of the league so you know i i can't wait to see virgil with the with the number four jersey um playing for the mighty reds so um finally just to say thanks to ray and steve um i've been james and uh thanks very much for listening Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.